don't panic. We interrupt this program to bring you this special broadcast. Your regular program will resume. I repeat, don't panic. Your regular program will resume. We hope you enjoy this special episode. Welcome to a very special episode of the Silver Duo podcast. Today, we are only females in this round, and we want to talk about stuff that happens to females in the hobby, like gatekeeping, mansplaining, stuff like that. So, I guess my voice is now common. I'm Emily, or also known as Repaints by Emily, and I'm joined by two beautiful women. Um, girls, now it's your turn. <laughs> Who want to go first? Hi, I'm Elspeth, um, this uh, Scottish Warhammer person, and uh, I'm known as Alice Paints Warhammer. Yay! Karina? So I continue. My name is Karina. Perhaps you know me from TikTok, and my nickname is Colored Miniatures. And you're also like me, German, so if there are any problems, yes. I can translate back and forth can I yes I, I will ask you if I don't understand yeah especially with a Scottish accent on the other end yeah fun fun <laughs> I'm glad that I'm used to this by now I mean with Jordan who's a Bristolian accent comes through sometimes it's funny and Everett Wargamer with his Aussie accent don't mind asking <laughs> So we are getting a lot of different accents and uh, English types of speaking in this podcast. It would be funny. But we have a very, very special topic because as women in this hobby, we get so much hate sometimes. And before we start talking about all these odds and idiotic men, let's start easy with how we started with the hobby and... I guess whoever wants to go first goes first right now. You can do the honors, Karina. Okay, thank you a lot. <laughs> uh, well, I started I started two years ago with my husband. Um, he was in the hobby in his youth and asked me whether we can have a look at it. And we did. And as you see, I'm still here. I totally enjoy <laughs> painting the miniatures, love collecting my necrons. And well, I love the community too, in general, I would say. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will go next. Um, I started this hobby actually 10 years ago with 16. So 11 years by now. Uh, and I took a very long break from about eight years or so and came back finally last year, November. Started with the orcs in 40k and will continue with the orcs but i need to say this i like painting a little bit more than playing because the rules are sometimes <laughs> weird as yeah yeah <laughs> Don't i think we all know the problem <laughs> yeah yeah uh i started like two months ago kind of and uh, I got into it because uh, 
my husband's brother, so my brother-in-law, wanted some things from for his birthday and I was basically taken into the Warhammer shop by my husband and he was like pick one and there you go and therefore I picked up Drakari because they were sexy space elves (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay we have have Necrons we have Drakari and we have Orcs right now okay (laughs) Okay. I love orcs, though, in fairness. If, if I had done it and thought about... Well, if I knew about the hobby to start with, rather than just picking up something that I thought was really cool, I would have probably landed up with the orcs because I'm in love with kit bashing and things like that, and it's so up my alley. And orcs are easier to kit bash than anything else. Yeah, pretty much. That would have been my uh, number one choice otherwise. <laughs> Karina, did you have another choice of army, or... You will stick with Necrons until you get a decent point. Well, well, at first, uh, actually, I started off playing AOS. Okay. And then switched switched to 40k. And I I don't know. The Necrons were not my first choice. I only made this choice because they were cheap with this Indomitus box. Yeah, but I okay. fell in love with them later on. When I when I was painting them, I was like, "Oh my god, they are so gorgeous!" And now I, I, I think right I will to... stick with them till eternity. <laughs> so no trying out a second army or uh, only the ones uh, my husband wants to own. And <laughs> you know, there is never a limit <laughs> to it. Yes. Obviously, uh, we, we have some thousand suns too, and now at the moment I'm painting dark angels. Mm, interesting. For him. I, I mean, I have a variety of different minis here. I mean, I have the Great Unclean One and a Nurgle Beast as a commission. Mm-hmm. I have also, I guess, a Drukhari um, miniature here and uh, a character model from Adeptus Mechanicus. Mm. So the Dokari Mini is also one of these character models. Okay. But yeah. I don't know how I will paint this. I mean, I'm not sure about Nurgle. I'm not sure about Dokari because Dokari reminds me a little bit too much of Tyranids because they are also spiky. <laughs> yeah, Dokari are not fun to build or paint. The amount of times I have broke little bits off the Dokari, it's not been fun. <laughs> I mean, I see Jordan struggle with his Drakari sometimes, and I was like, no, yeah. no, I will stick with my orcs and maybe Thousand Suns and Space Wolves, but that's enough with 40k armies. But when you have someone like Jordan on your side, you know you have a lot of armies to test. <laughs> Fair enough. I Fair think enough. I've, yeah. I've got a bit of everything pretty much going at the moment. I've got all oh, my hubby plays Admech. So uh, yeah. I've been uh, watching him do his thing. And then I've got my Chikaris. I've made up one craft here. So I basically just want to put together a whole, have every single elf there possibly is, because I'm in love with Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'll have a craft world eventually, and I'll have more Harley Quinns and stuff. Um, but I've um, 
painting space marines at the moment and I hate them. And I've also got Necrons. I like Necrons too. I like everything. <laughs> I'm not too fussy. <laughs> and orcs. But not space marines. I don't understand them. They're boring to me. They're bulky. They're uh, they are just way too easy to paint. I mean I currently work on my orc knobs and I get so angry sometimes over the little details. You, mm-hmm. you normally won't see it, so I don't assemble my minis before I paint them. I paint each and every piece and yeah. then put it together. So I see all these little details, and I was like, okay, how the f- how on earth is it possible that someone batch painted these orc knobs like in a, an hour or so? It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. But I guess for as women, we paint more with little details and try to get everything as even as possibly. Yeah, but I, for me personally, I think um, I don't really care necessarily about the details and stuff. What I really like is the individual characterization you can give to them, which yes. is why I'm not keen on the space marines or any of that things because they literally all look the same and I just hate that because well I don't want to paint the same thing blue a million times I want them to look how I want to them to look and when you read about all the chapters and the factions and all that they're all the same color and it's like why I'm not buying something to paint it the same color I mean, yes. they are easy <laughs> to identify. Yeah, but why would you want them to be like that? Like, it's so expensive. Like, to be creative. <laughs> it's because it's it's totally boring doing the same stuff all of the yeah. time. I don't understand the sense behind this. <laughs> For me, this is senseless. Just get mm. one model and then paint it 120 times. Well... And there comes an airbrush handy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, with these large numbers for Space Marines, you need an airbrush. Because if you paint them by hand, it will take you ages. But with an airbrush, I mean, you just need to pick one color and spray it on 120 models in one go. Sounds easy. I guess that's why Space Marines are just a favorite for most of the beginners. I, and this probably sounds really cheeky to say, but I almost feel like, and there's probably many people who hate me for this, but I almost feel like Space Marines are the easy option that they're good to play if you want to play the game, not necessarily if you want to paint, if that makes sense. Yeah, to- totally sense. I mean, um. There are collectors like um, Dingus McTringus on, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, she she just collects minis. She don't play at all. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong about just collecting minis you like. Oh, of and course, paint of course. them. But there's something that men n- nearly never understand: why we mainly choose to collect the minis instead of uh, actual playing with them. I find the painting side of it really calming and I would paint all day every day but like as for the gaming eh 
I'll do it, but yeah, give me a paintbrush. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of same like uh, with me, but I guess sometimes there will be the point where you say, okay, come on, let's play a game of like Ap- uh, Apocalypse Strange, like just mm. play big and go home. <laughs> yeah. So talking about the stores, we quickly jump into the first question. The worst experience you got in a store, really the worst, like not only weird looks or stuff like that, so crumble up your brains. <laughs> I mean, I will go first by this because um, mine is not really got in my mind. Um, it was in the first year of playing and in our store in Zurich in Switzerland, um, we have like an, a drag race with kit bash vehicles from 40k. Mm-hmm. Sounds super funny and was super funny, but the looks I got from all these guys, like the, about my age up to 50, were like, she can't play, she, wa- she will lose. And there was one particular guy who was like, why did you even try to fight against us? And I was like, uh, excuse me, because I enjoy the hobby, because mm-hmm. I enjoy showing you that this is not a male-dominant hobby, and it was never a male-dominant hobby. Of course, yes, it was mostly men who played, but there were also females like 11 years ago. And yeah. you can expect the, the emotions or the mimic of the guys when they saw me winning. <laughs> Which was like, I told you so. Karina, did you have a, a, a experience at the store but, uh, over there in Bavaria? Well, not a really, really bad one, as you asked for. But, it, but a strange one. For, for me, it was strange the first time I was entering the store alone without my husband. So I, had a, I had a play date with um, one of the guys. To show mm-hmm. me how to, to how to play the game, and he was not there at that time. I was like five minutes before we wanted to meet, and I thought, well, just enter the store, get to know some people there, and I entered the store, and just guys inside, everyone looking at me, no one talking to me. So uh, for no. me, this this was so strange because I I thought like, what the hell is going on here? No one said hello. <laughs> and this was lasting for about 15 minutes. And I oh, was no. standing there just waiting. Well, <laughs> oh, no. it must be okay. one of the guys was nice to me and said, hey, who are you? Let's get to know each other. Well, it was not that bad. Because for me, this was not hostile. I just was thinking, well, they are shy or... Don't know they how are unsure. Well, yes, as you as you say, perhaps they are unsure whether I'm a nice person or whatever. Esper? Um honestly <laughs> when it came it's, I mean, I'm very, very new to the hobby compared to you guys. Um but I have to say my local Games Workshop store has been nothing but 
an incredibly positive place Whoa. like actually in person I, I know right but um my I, I know the manager there works so incredibly hard and um they do like workshops in the morning for kids and all these kind of things so they're actually like really inclusive like of all age groups and there's not maybe necessarily a lot of females but um when I went in to do my um build an orc knob which is the September mini of the month um um at the table because we got to physically build them ourselves to take them away at the table there was another female and um yeah so like my local store in itself for Warhammer has been uh probably a really positive experience and the I've completely like accepted me open arms I've not had any issue whatsoever but then I think this has been the first hobby that has been like that because um growing up it's uh every single hobby because I seem to do very male dominated uh, hobbies like um RC car racing and uh, football and all this kind of stuff they were always really negative about having a like a young female as in like eight to sort of 14 year old girl beating them at stuff bit warm hammer <laughs> because I'm a bit older and I don't know if it's because I'm walking beside a six foot six guy or if it's because I just generally don't notice weird looks anymore because I've suffered it with other hobbies since I've been tiny but our local store has been phenomenal like I, I could not say a bad thing about them so yeah quite opposite the question I guess and the expected and wanted answer but my mm, guys are lovely no it's, no it's totally fine I mean I mean there are not only worst or bad experience we made we made also good experience I mean mm-hmm. I have like Two stores in Switzerland who I normally visit. Mm-hmm. And one of them is my favorite. It's, it's the store where I ordered my Bisnaga, stuff like that. So the owner is very, very friendly. The guys are very friendly. Um, they don't act up if I go alone inside the store and not with a friend or so. Mm-hmm. But then we have our store in Freiburg. It's um, an hour away or so, and it's an official uh, Games Workshop store. Mm-hmm. Owner, super friendly. I totally, I adore him. He is amazing. He helps. But sometimes there are players inside who are like, uh, nope, not gonna have it today. Like, yeah. <laughs> faces with frown on them, or you can hear them whisper, why is there a, fe- uh, why is there a girl in the store? I mean, I'm turning 28 and I still look like 16, 17, 18, so around yeah. this age, when I'm not fully dressed up or with makeup. So they think I'm a lot younger than I really am. And they are like, oh, why is there a girl here? They can't play. What did she want? Funny part, I was visiting my family just a couple of hours away. And they have a store also in the city. This was a store owned by a female. <laughs> okay. And I was attending a woman-only night there with playing. Oh, that's cool. That was amazing. And this was the first time that I saw really much 
more women and young girls in a store gaming together and mm -hmm. there wasn't like oh you play a very girly um army in aos like elves yeah or Dukari in, uh, in 40k because they are mostly female owned armies i guess mm -hmm. no i saw an apocalypse match with tau <laughs> and I never thought about this, but an apocalypse match with Tau on your side. Tau and Tyranids. <laughs> it was a sight for sore eyes. So many minis. <laughs> <laughs> but our hobby is not only um, offline. Our hobby is mainly online just because of COVID. Yeah. And I guess... The experience we made online are a little bit harder and harsher than offline, I guess. Yeah. For me, it's, it's not like this. For me, it's uh, the other way around. Okay. Because I, I really have to say all the experiences I made online are a lot more better than the ones I made in real life. Oh. I mean, sure, I guess it's, um, it's a total wage if you have more positive off uh, online and more negative offline but i thought about all these nasty comments you get sometimes or stuff like that so i guess it depends on the person obviously i do well, have a question for you girls sure. yeah sure um do you feel like when you're walking to, say, like the game shop, do you feel instantly you are the problem because you are the females and therefore almost seem to project they don't want you here because you're female? Or are they actually making physical reactions to you being a female, if that makes sense? It makes sense. And... For me, it depends on the store where I am. Yeah. If I'm in my local store, I don't care. It. I mean, I don't care at all if people stare or stuff like that. But yeah, in my local store, they know my name. They they greet me with Emily. Hi, what? How's how's your org army going? Stuff like that. Yeah. But when I'm entering the store in Freiburg, it's like, who's she? Why is she here? And a total a wall of disgust sometimes but so they are the do they actually physically act disgusted towards you yeah kind of thing? yeah yeah okay it's i was just wondering if it was a self-projection that you know because like you can feel like oh i don't belong here and therefore you think everybody's looking at you when they necessarily aren't so i was just wondering no, you know no, like uh, if we're projecting the no uh, for me it was I see when people are disgusted for me uh, or if they are tend to shuffle around so they um, they get away from me or stuff like that. So Okay. No, like I said, I was just wondering because I know that um, the hobby I've noticed is very personal to a lot yes. of people and um, not everybody that's into it is necessarily with other humans in general um <laughs> regardless of what's between your legs like they just don't <laughs> like people so <laughs> i'm just yeah, wondering if it was sometimes <laughs> I, mean, I mean we are all nerds that's for sure and i know yeah. nerds are a weird weird 
personality trait or have yeah. a weird personality. But I guess with Warhammer, it's a lot more easier and uh, than with like online games like World of Warcraft or so. Yeah. So, of course, we have some absolutely ass- assholes in the store who can be very mean mm-hmm. and just be like, you don't belong here. And even if they don't say you don't belong here, they made sure you notice that for yeah. them, you don't belong. Like, if you ask them, they won't answer. They give you a cold shoulder or... If yeah. you ask him and they try to answer, it's likely, my, most likely, like, you don't understand the rules, why do you ask me? Hmm. <laughs> well, this, this is an experience I never had. I, I'm, totally, I'm totally shocked by this. Oh, I'm so glad that you never had made this uh, experience, because I made this multiple times by now. And I'm... But first. would you say it's the majority of men no. in, the, in these stores? Because as you as you said before, there are some a low I, percentage of idiots. But there is just the, a low the main Okay. The main Yeah, it's just a, I mean like ten percent or so maybe. But I have to be lucky with the assholes and Constantly running into them. <laughs> it's like my radar is completely magnetic. Yeah, like okay, I'm <laughs> focused totally on the assholes on this hobby. I mean, I don't know how many times I will go into my store and normally I'm just chatting with the owner and be like, okay, did you have that what I asked you for like ten ten days ago or so? And then it's like, why do you chat with her? Uh, like a mm. voice of the off and I guess oh Jesus Christ no let me just get my stuff and I will leave have it's... you try have you been um sort of uh, like in your local uh gaming community outside of the shops or is this um are they any better or is it just shop based it's shop based I mean I have okay. just um Two people who I can play with. The one is in the army here in Germany, so he isn't um, always there to play. And the other one isn't currently um, moving and not easy to to reach right now. So, because I think like a lot of the time, like um, you could have two shops that sell the exact same thing, but the atmosphere to which clientele that they sort of take in can be completely different. Yes. I mean, I'm, I travel a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Not only in Germany, but also through Europe. And I was, yeah. like, I guess it was 2017 or so when I was in Rome and stumbled across a games workshop. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I didn't know that, I, that there was a games workshop. Uh, I mean, uh, it wasn't on my straight map, so I don't have a clue. But I was inside, and I don't know why, but the Italian people, they were very, very friendly. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I'm, here, when I'm here in German stores or in Swiss stores, it's like, mm, something is off, something is odd. Mm-hmm. So it seems it's, very culture-based necessarily more than the actual hobby itself then. 
I don't know really. I mean, I'm also into um, video games, um, and even then, I just hear like, "Oh, you're just playing Animal Crossing." I'm like, yeah, "Yes, I play Animal Crossing, but I play World of Warcraft for the last 17 years." Yeah. And I'm like, I, I mean, I don't look like a gamer. I'm not yeah. male. I'm not overly whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm also not one of these poser gamer girls, like, with all cutesy and pink and stuff like that. So, it yeah. really depends on the person you meet in a store or offline, like, in a community of gamers. I mean, yes, sure, you can go inside a store with a totally fuck-off... Uh, uh, Jesus. Mentality. Like, get the fuck away from me. I don't want to interact with you. I just want to get my stuff. But I guess the Warhammer community is mainly one of the openest or friendliest communities I ever encounter. Mm-hmm. So it's, it really depends on which person is inside the store and how they are raised. But mostly for me, my bad encounters were with men older than me. Like, mm-hmm. who are but in the... You said, you, said uh, you are 27 years old. Yes, turning 28 next year, month. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Because uh, what, uh, some of my best friends, I found that these are all men from the age of 40 to 50 and they are so nice so kind so helpful so for for me it, the problem always were the young the men younger than me okay so that i was wondering boy what are you talking about you're 10 years <laughs> younger than me what do you want from me <laughs> just i guess it's hard <laughs> to say it's mainly one age group it you can have the total sweethearts in the age group 40 till 50, and you can also have the total assholes in this age group. And then you have kids, and I say re- really kids, because under 21 you are a kid for me, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, who are total sweethearts, who start to over pro- uh, to get an overprotective uh, of you. To defend, they will defend you, but then you have the assholes in the same age group. Who are shit. So it really seems like uh, how much their Johnson has control of their personality is completely to do with their culture and upbringing, really. Because yeah. it seems so completely varied, well, location and age-wise, that it's not exactly like you can pinpoint a certain group, which is a phenomenal thing. It's not, it, in a way, because it just shows that the asshole can live in any age group it's not like a targeted like stay away from blah 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 yeah it's it's like uh, in one store you can have like an elderly man who is an absolute sweetheart yeah and then you have a second store you can visit um and then you have this uh, man in the same age group who is a total asshole it can't the same be said to females though as well i mean i yeah. know a few cranky old women <laughs> yeah me too and I know I will turn into such a cranky, cranky old woman because I am already a cranky old woman. <laughs> no, but for sure. I mean, 
we can't pinpoint to a certain group of players, painters, who and say they are the evil ones. Yeah. It's totally random. I mean, if they treat women in their normal lives good, they will treat the women in the hobby good. Yeah. And if they are total dickheads uh, in normal life, they will be total dickheads in the hobby. Yeah. Well, I got the impression that it's always a question of some sort of group dynamic. That if you have one person who's spreading rumors like women don't should shouldn't participate in the hobby, others will join this opinion. Yes. This is the impression I got from the whole situation. Yeah, you can have you can have five very nice friendly persons in your friend group, mate group, whatever, from the same hobby, and then there just needs one particular human to spread rumors and mostly they will turn back to them because they believe rumors more than actual facts like that i mean it's a variety of life so it doesn't really at the end of the day hobby aside and that's just basically the summary of life you get there's always like the bad egg that you just generally don't know when at the end of the day, you sort of find out who is the sort of the true ally to yourself. Did you mute it yourself, or did you? Um, because your voice was right now so muffled down. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's not my problem. It's not. It's it's probably not my problem afterwards because I'm not cutting this whole recording. I'm just recording. Sorry. It. Easy going, easy going. No, but I guess it's hard to say. It's, oh, I lost my thoughts right now again. <laughs> sorry. Uh, don't be sorry, it's my fault. I'm, I had a cranky night and, yeah, awful. Um, stop. I mean, we can talk about, oh, oh we can talk hours about, pinpointing out a specific age group or mm-hmm. um, a specific and I say this like um, with a lot of sarcasm right now, we can pinpoint a specific army player to be our worst enemy but it's hard to say it's all of them in the, in the big picture I mean, you have a bad badge, of course, definitely in every hobby. But to say it's only the Tau player or it's only elderly men who plays like Space Marines. We can't do this. Or am I wrong? No, I, I, um, yeah, I, I agree completely with you. Um. It, you you physically could not be able to pinpoint the negative Nelly of the group, but um I think with Warhammer that we sort of walk in sort of automatically at a disadvantage because as children you're sort of brought up that males play the toy soldiers, females do the baking Bobby? and the babies. Yeah, like 
you pl a guy pl a boy plays with trucks and wears blue and a girl plays with Barbie and wears pink yes I'm sorry so I saw already a pink orc army played by a man so <laughs> no way that this could happen ever but it happens he's walking instantly sort of the deck stacked against us because you walk in and you're like actually no I, I don't want the Barbie I want the candle or <laughs> and so instantly I think there's always going to be the people that are like that's fine you know you, you can play that it doesn't really matter like if you have fun that's fine and then you always have the one that's like uh, excuse me, that's mine. You can't join. You go over your corner and do the baking. Like, I will play with my army people. <laughs> yeah, and I guess you have... You need um, a, a very thick skin in this army, obviously. Mm -hmm. But when you be friendly and just, uh, just being yourself... There needs far more representation, I think, of females in the beginning because yes. most armies are male-dominated. Like, you cannot get away from that. Like, I know, obviously, you have the Sisters of Battles and all that kind of thing, but then when you, you pretty much look at everything, they're male. Yeah, and, I mean, there are so many discussions about female space marines, and... Mm -hmm. It was a topic where I actually read the lore, and I'm not a fan of Space Marine lore, to be honest. And I need to say this, West Hammer with his lore videos was very helpful in this way. Mm -hmm. But it's from the lore, and it's not physical possible for a woman to become a Space Marine. So female Space Marines, it's not a topic that needs to be discussed. Yeah. But there are voices, I'm not sure if they are only female voices or if there are some males who say space marines need females. No, they don't need females. They are a main, mainly men uh, army. Yeah. Plus the thing, like, the poster boys, well, poster people of War, uh, Warhammer or 40k, um, I'm not I sure see. about, like, Stigma and stuff. It's the Space Marines and, well, Space Marines versus Necrons at the moment. So you yeah. have your army dude with the big gun, which is, generally speaking, more exciting for a guy to pick up. And then you have the Necron, which is a very sort of masculine sort of figure in itself so there's not necessarily any sort of female representation in their current lineup of poster people so to see a woman then pick it up it's like oh uh okay <laughs> <laughs> like i know if i took my girls into the place they wouldn't necessarily know what to do because they would see it like there's a lot of boy figures and I want something that looks like me but there yeah. isn't because there just isn't <laughs> Stormcast Eternals and Elves and uh, I would have picked AOS if I um, if I knew at the beginning uh, like everything that I know now I probably would have landed up with AOS rather than 4AK as well 
I mean, I enjoy both. So, I mean, I started with fantasy, like, in fifth edition with Dark mm-hmm. Elves. When Dark Elves were Dark Elves. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, excuse me, but the old Morathi uh, Mini on her Pegasi with, with a bare chest, boobs hanging out. <laughs> you ha- don't have this model anymore. They covered her up. They covered her up, and now she has a snail, bo- a snake body, but that's okay. But if I won't, if I will go back to AOS, I will definitely choose something as weird as my orcs, because I love weird. <laughs> and I decided for the Seraphons because they remind me a little bit of wo- uh, World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. with the Sandalari um, trolls and um, the Darkspear trolls a little bit, so I can design a little bit with my World of Warcraft love into Warhammer love. <laughs> But that brings me to one question. What is your favorite what the fuck moment, store online, I don't care at all? Like where you say, what the fuck did you just told me? Or what the fuck did you wanted to explain right, uh, explain to me right now? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I was cramping my brain about this question so much because I received this question, so it's not one of mine. And I was like, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, help? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess the best what the fuck moment was in my beginnings when I started to pick up the big minis, um, like the uh, old war. War Hydra or the old uh, Murathi uh, model mini. And the guys were like, what the fuck? But adding to the pool was um, this big Tau mini from Fort World also. Like, oh Jesus Christ, what's his name again? The Battle Armor from Fort World for the Tau. Help! I don't know. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I guess I, w- I won't figure it out. I know Jordan got this mini, so... <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a huge mini. And it's a yeah. huge battle armor. And I was picking exactly this mini up, and the guys were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Seeing the other two uh, boxes in my hand, and then the big one from Forge World was like, okay, that was definitely that moment, because... I didn't pick it up for me. I did pick it up for a friend for a birthday present. Any other good what the fuck moments? I mean, I mean, in my dark elves army, you know that um, they have like giant um, um, oh, who like um, dinosaurs to ride on. I know it's not the right term, but I don't care right now. <laughs> In German, they are called Echsenreiter, but I don't know the English right now. I need to search for them. Um, but I painted these specific dinos like a dalmatian with pink and purple dots instead of white or black dots. <laughs> so this was also a little bit of a what the hell? What did, why did she this? Uh, why did she done this? So do you ever feel like the um? 
you can sort of play into the fact that you're a female and almost poke fun at your own uh, stereotype because you if you can paint that pink model and you know you're doing it as a joke and it actually becomes funny like i really wanted to um paint my space marines pink and things just because i could <laughs> because yeah. i would be like that's such a girly thing to do and i'm like and i really want to do it just because i'm like yeah i'm a girl and i'll still kick your ass <laughs> i mean in the last live with john we had someone also joined um and we we're talking about glitter knobs orc knobs from 40k rolled in glitter and i'm like oh okay. i want a glittery knob <laughs> yeah i was like i'm normally not that type of a woman who jo- who wants to use glitter especially not on an orc but this idea stuck to my head and I know I will do it next year. I will send out four different knobs, paint one myself and then have a mini photo shoot of the Glitter Pride army or stuff like that. I mean, I already saw I already saw a Pride uh, flag in Space Marine in, in War Bikers. So it's it wasn't amazing. But yeah, just just doing things the girly way. Because you are a female, it's so much fun. Yeah, because <laughs> you you know that you're doing it like sort of ironically. It's not because you have to do it because you're a girl. It's because you get to do it because you're a girl. <laughs> yes, I mean there are so many options in 40k and AOS to just say, "Hey, I can do it because I'm a girl," but yeah. I will do it to do it. I will do it to annoy you. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. It's nothing better than annoy the males with weird as minis or bases. I mean, my war hydra got on the base like flowers and gemstones, and she <laughs> lights up in the dark. Although she she was uh, with glow in the dark top coat, so she was glowing. <laughs> and I mean. I just did it because it was was so much fun to paint and finally bring out all these bright and glittery colors. Yeah. But I guess it would totally shock a male player when you stand in front of him playing an old pink orc army. (laughs) I mean, Turinids normally are white purple, so... Yeah, you want to go out there with something that's not unexpected. <laughs> yes, and I mean, they expect extremely less from us women. Like, they expect us to don't know the rules, don't know how to play. And what's better than also give them something to get a little bit annoyed because why do you want to play with an all pink army? Yes. And then knowing the rules and knowing how to use strategy and knowing how to fight against the guy and beat his ass. It drives them insane because um, I know from a past hobby, um, we on purposely made my car as girly as humanly possible. I had a cat drawn on like a mini body shell. So I drove around a, like an RC car that looked like a mini. Yeah. Like it was purple and sparkly and there was a cat on it. I mean like it was girl. <laughs> and 
And I beat him. And I beat him. And I beat him to the point that he literally gave up the hobby because he was so distraught. But not just getting beaten by a girl, but a girl is driving a girly car and a girl that was 11. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I can I can give you one with this RC model um, too because my dad and I, Oh, mainly my dad got one who worked on fuel. Like, oh yeah, nitro. Like, yeah, like the very like it's a miniature car because we use yep. normal gas for it. Yeah. And it the first body kit it was pink because it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad painted it white and black and now it's somewhere dug up and I don't know where but I want it back and we have a very big um, parking area here in our village where you can drive your RC cars and stuff like that on, on a Sunday. So mm-hmm. quite, it's quite funny when you have a, a pink um, RC car uh, car with uh, your dad in the background and yelling at you, don't crush the car, don't crush the car and don't crush into <laughs> the others. <laughs> because yeah. with, uh, with a gas uh engine in these cars it you hurt. have so much more power it hurts it can break your leg <laughs> yeah it could when you mm-hmm. when you do it right <laughs> yep uh so let us maybe we have something else and then we will end this yeah i guess we all know the the fact of mansplaining a man who wants to explain stuff that we already know mm-hmm what was your best experience with that? Um, yeah, I, I can't say I've necessarily been mansplained in the Warhammer thing. But then, yeah, I also think, like, uh, I, I kind of hate the word mansplaining in the, in, to start with. Because, yeah, I agree, like, women can, like, mansplain to other women and men can mansplain to other men. And I just yeah, think, generally, if they want to be heard, they will say it to regardless of who you are. Yes, definitely. And, I mean, um, it's a superiority complex, isn't it, really? That happens with anything. Yes, and it can happen in hobby and it can happen outside of the hobby. I mean, um there are so many different ways you can do stuff. And I mean, the only part I really hate is when I got to um, explain something, I really know, like, how to play Gaskul. And I explained <laughs> this to, a, to another player who asked me, especially because they know I have Gaskul and they know that I certainly know the rules for him. And when somebody talks over me, like, ah, oh, that's false, that's not how you play gas school, or no. And I'm like, um, excuse me, that's my mini. Yeah. That's my data sheet. I know what I'm doing right now, and you're cl- clearly not because you don't play orcs. <laughs> I love to quote right now from Harry Potter they are miss know it all. Yeah. And it's so hard to oppress the urge to kill them in instant. I mean, I'm very patient. I'm very patient. But talking over me and pretend to be a miss-know-it-all 
It's more like, <laughs> yes, go on, go on, please finish, please finish. <laughs> and you wait till they stop talking and then you're going back like, can I go further now or did you want to add something more? And mostly they say, no, I don't have anything more to say. And I was, and I'm always like, God, thank you. <laughs> but erasing. Yes. It's more like, so, oh, Jesus Christ, when is this evening over? <laughs> like, please I mean, continue. Tell me how wrong I am. I love yeah. hearing it. Yes, and I mean, it's something I really love to do is like, okay, tell me, tell me what I'm doing wrong in your opinion. And mm -hmm. then we will see how I will crash your army on the table. That's the best part of the hobby. Just, I mean, painting. I love painting. I can paint all the time when I want to. Mm-hmm. But playing against a misknow-it-all is so much fun. <laughs> the first rounds, when they lose their minis, it's like, oh, it's just bad dice luck. And, oh, I don't have my lucky dice with me. Every excuse in the sun. Yeah, yeah. And when they <laughs> see that you reduce their army more and more, they get so frantic about, how is this possible? I can't lose. It's a woman. It's a girl. Whatever. But it's not only women. It's like, oh my gosh, it's a, it's a new player. It's a newbie. They don't know the lore. They don't know anything. I know it all. I know it best. So why did I lose it right now? Yeah, clutching at anything that's slightly different about you to excuse their own shittiness. <laughs> yes, and I guess it. you can't say a misknow-it-all in the hobby could also be a potential gatekeeper. Mm. Because yeah. they... Sometimes they are, the f I um, split them like friendly Miss Know It All and the annoying Miss Know It All. Annoying Miss All It Knows um, are like gatekeepers for me because they talk over you, they try to get their view into your mind and don't accept anything less than their opinion. And they are the, f the first one who said, oh, it's your fault that you're losing, you can't play. Friendly yeah. Miss Know-It-Alls are like, okay, I talk over you, I will correct you, but I won't get upset if I lose. Yeah, it's sportsmanship. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like these uh, friendly sportsmanship with a little bit of a, a little bit of a mini rage because they're losing. But <laughs> I guess with the annoying Miss Know-It-All slash gatekeeper, we tied a knot with the um. We can't pinpoint a certain age group or um, army player because uh, annoying miss-know-it-all are definitely in every age group, in every army player. They can happen to be the young ones, they can happen to be the middle-aged ones, or they can be happening the old ones, like who played since the beginning. I think that's kind of like the beauty of like... Maybe not necessarily in person, but like um, online, is that everybody sort of becomes um, self important. That it's really easy to start thinking of themselves as the one and only to know everything. And yes. it, it, if there's already that bit already built into you, it doesn't take much 
for that personality bit of you to come out and the internet is the perfect platform for voicing that bit of you There are so many love. Yeah, of course, like in the normal um, constellation of per people, there will always be different personalities who clash with, uh, with each other or just getting annoyed by each other <laughs> too easily. But thank you, dear laptop. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. My laptop was decided to go into an update. <laughs> yeah, you've been and cutting in and out. I was just like, what's going on? <laughs> No, it was my damn PC reminded me of a very important update from World of Warcraft. <laughs> very important. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I lost my thoughts and that's happening to often today. <laughs> it's okay. I have Mr. Orthrus here like constantly bugging at me. I'm surprised he's not meowing his head off right now. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. So I guess we have made our first impression on women in Warhammer like a total chaotic uh, witch's brew, but that's a totally fine. <laughs> like I said at the beginning, it will be definitely more than one episode. Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah. then with more, maybe with more guests, but then we will concentrate on one particular topic that was just an overview. Chaotic like we females are. <laughs> I need to say sorry to the guys. And uh, guys, when you hear this, we love you. We are thankful. And uh, oh, 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 my, my poor brain. Okay, yeah, we are thankful. We are very, very thankful that you let us um... hijack your show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we hijacked your show and we made it complete chaotic, uh, which is true. But that's totally fine, and I would say for now, we are done for today, and I hope I see, hear you in um, quite a bit of time so we can plan a new episode for Women in Warhammer, the special episode from the Silver Duel podcast. And we are out! <laughs>